Welcome to the Surge Strength Podcast, powered by Ritter Sports Performance. This podcast is dedicated to helping swim coaches and swimmers learn how to properly implement dry land and strength training programs that result in moving better, reducing injuries, and swimming faster. Let's join your host, Chris Ritter. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Surge Strength Podcast. I hope you're doing well. And this goes out especially to all of those of you in our audience that have sent us messages saying, hey, when's another podcast episode? Well, we're back and we are going to feature over the next few episodes some swimmers, athletes, even coaches that we've been working with. And we wanted to kick this particular kind of, I don't even know if you want to call it a mini series, but whatever this turns into, however many episodes we do of clients that we're currently working with, I thought, let's start at the beginning. So these are actually the very first clients, and we'll get more into the story, that we started training. And I actually started training in person before we shifted to online training only. So it's really cool. Ernie and Bernie, uh, they're awesome. And I so appreciate being able to just watch them continue to train throughout the years. They're master swimmers. They're loving it. And uh, a little Easter egg there for you later in the story. Ernie's going to tell you how he celebrated his birthday uh, with dry land components. So I love that about that. So I'm just going to jump to the episode. It's Ernie, Bernie, and their dry land certified coach, uh, Sarah from Surge Strength, and then myself playing traffic cop here as we're trying to direct the four-way podcast. So a little bit of a challenging with that, but it's a great episode. Again, Ernie and Bernie, thanks so much for coming on. Keep it up. You're an inspiration to myself and all the other coaches here at Surge Strength. And hopefully for you listening by the end, you'll be inspired as well. So let's jump into it with Ernie and Bernie. Dryland Talk. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Surge Strength Podcast. I am excited to have I, I really believe these are the founding members of Ritter Sports Performance that is now Surge Strength. Uh, I remember meeting these guys in person. I think it was in Uptown Charlotte at some gym. Ernie, Bernie, do you either guys remember where we first did our very first assessment? I remember Bernie's comments about it. Our first meeting was at the Aquatic Center. That's uh, right. And we did our assessment there. And Aaron and I thought we had gone through the ringer just from the assessment. <laughs> I remember there was a comment, Bernie. I think it was you said afterwards. I said, all right, guys, well, that was a good assessment. You said that was the assessment. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's great to have you on. Again, going on 10 plus, I don't even know how many years at this point. You guys have had multiple coaches through your stay, multiple training platforms that we've gone through. You've grown with the business. So I thought it was cool to have you guys back on with your dryland certified coach, Sarah, as well. Sarah, thanks for joining us as well. Thanks for having me, Chris. All right. So Ernie or Bernie, whichever of you want to go first, what would you say has been the key reason why not only that you, you've stuck with, with us to do your dryland training, but more importantly, just why in general have you continued to do dry land training and, you know, keep up and, and stay active in master swimming. You want me to start? You sure. Okay. Well, for, for one, the, the, the biggest thing, at least initially and, and ongoing is the variety. Uh, 
you know, you get tired or I would get tired of uh, swimming six days a week. And, uh, you know, I just like doing, you know, some different things uh, throughout the week. So that's that's one reason. The other is I think it really helps not only with my swimming, the, the strength, but it also helps with just, you know, my general overall, you know, what I call lifestyle fitness. And uh, Bernie and I aren't the spring chickens we used to be anymore. And we've talked a lot with Sarah about uh, incorporating exercises into our program that are, you know, designed to maintain our physical well-being as, as we move into, you know, old age at some point in the future. Uh, you know, things about like balance, uh, uh you know, working, doing exercises uh, and working muscles that we normally don't use. Uh, and, and I think that's been very, very helpful. And, you know, that's one of the primary reasons that, you know, uh, I think we keep going with it. And uh, uh, we've been able to do, have a lot of variety with it. And uh, I, I will say Sarah has been absolutely wonderful uh, working with us on you know, creating the variety, creating the types of things that we need. And, uh, uh, you know, Bernie and I are really pleased with the way and the direction things are going. And uh, I'll have to admit, when you first started doing the training sessions online, you know, I was kind of ambivalent as, you know, I don't know how this is going to work out. But, uh, you know, I think Sarah has done a really fantastic job of, uh, making the program work and really enhancing the program because, you know, we talk to her on a regular basis and, uh, you know, what's working and what's not. And, uh, you know, she keeps up with us and, uh, you know, it's been really, really good. So uh, we're, uh, I, I feel like we're getting a lot of benefit out of it. That's awesome to hear, Ernie. Yeah, I remember when I was first talking to you guys about having an online option. I remember that has to see, and that's normal, right? I mean, a lot of people that all their training experiences they know are with trainers in person. That's how we train together for, I don't know how many years, right in Charlotte at multiple gyms and things like that. So yeah, that, that's a common thing. I think a lot of people would probably have, but that's great from your perspective, go, having gone through all the different ways that we've trained together, the different scenarios, and then the coaches before the fact that you're so happy uh, with the experience you're getting with Sarah. That's awesome. Bernie, how about you? My uh, Mine has evolved. When we first started, uh, it was, I thought it was a good compliment to the swimming to help me swim faster and um, train smarter. Uh, as Ernie said, I like the diversity of swimming and the, and the dry land. Uh, over the last, uh, I'd say, five, six years, late, mid-70s mid and stuff like that, my age-wise, it's become more important um, to do, as Ernie said, to, as I've gotten older, I've, I realize I'm, I'm, I lose strength, uh, and I really need to work, keep, keep my balance up, my core strength up, and stay focused on that. So it has shifted from a swimming importance to a lifestyle, life health importance for me. And um, with the um, advent of COVID, um, Sarah has been a godsend. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I remember Bernie, some of the first master's meets I went to just how cool it was to see, you know, guys and, and gals in their eighties, nineties, even hundreds. I remember one time I was down there in the floor to meet, saw the world record being broken for the, the, the group of oldest guys. I think all of them were in their hundreds, if not, you know, a couple of years around. And that's just inspiring to me. And so to have you talk about yeah, it is for the swimming a little bit, right? You do want to be able to to feel good in the water, but at the same time, it's more about quality of life and being able to enjoy your life and and not worry about, you know, oh, this this ache or pain or things like that and to be active and proactive for it. And you're right, you bring up a great point about, you know, how much everyone's world has changed in the last year or two with COVID. If if you haven't been doing activity before, I'm sure the last year or two, that's that's declined even more. And so it's even more important to do that. Sarah, I'll bring you in now. What was it like when you first started working with Earning Burning? How has that evolved with doing the workouts, communication, or just anything you want to share about your experience as a coach working with them? Well, Ernie and Bernie have always been a treat. Um, probably, you know, some of my favorite people to work with. Um it's a little bit different working with, you know, people in their seventies versus people in their twenties or even teens or like the, you know, the high school swimmers that I program for. Um, but yeah, I mean, when we first started working together, you know, there was, they had some goals of swimming and they were, they were swimming, um, live in person. And then, you know, it was kind of like just maintenance with dry land and just minimal like what can i do in the gym and then you know when COVID hit it kind of um brought us all a little bit closer because you know they weren't swimming in person anymore we were stuck in our houses um ernie's just created like this home gym that i'm super jealous of um and bernie we were working out with couch cushions and all kinds of crazy stuff for a while and um so we really got to know each other in this online space, which I thought was really cool and and kind of rare um, to to get to build such a cool relationship with clients, um, even just virtually. So, um, you know, I feel like I know them. I feel like I've met them in person before, even though, you know, we've only ever seen each other on the screen. And we, you know, I think about them often, you know, even when I'm working out, I think about, oh, I wonder how Ernie and Bernie are doing on their pull-ups. I wonder if I can do more pull-ups than Ernie or Bernie, you know, but um, yeah, our, our relationship has definitely blossomed in the midst of COVID. Um, just, just getting them and their dry land um, as it becomes more of a priority too. And I think we've seen in the past, like six months, even with just them going back into the pool and getting back into the workouts that, you know, the dry land stuff, it opened all of our eyes to how important dry land truly is to quality of life. And just as they go into their seventies, like they just blow, blow my mind every single time we get on a call of what they're doing um, in the weight room and in the pool. So. Bernie, talk to me about this couch cushions workout. <laughs> Sarah, you piqued my interest now. Bernie, tell me what was going on. So when I started, I didn't have any, um, any equipment at all, no bands, no nothing. And all I had was cushions. Uh, so I would kind of use that at where I could, uh, for example, doing side planks to keep my feet off the floors or using it as a holding it up as a pseudo sandbag and things like that. So you know, just kind of improvise. And like uh, I use a chair for dips, you know, it has an outdoor um, 
chair that I have on the back porch and I use that for dips. So you just have to make do with stuff you got around the house before I got a few things. That's awesome. Ernie, speaking, Sarah brought up uh, pull-ups in her, in her talking about, you've had a, you celebrate a birthday recently and pull-ups had something to do with that. You mind telling our audience what that was all about? Well, I, I just wanted to do something for my 72nd birthday that, uh, I could, I could remember it by. So I, I decided that, uh, uh, I, I try pull-ups. So my, my goal was on my birthday during the course of the day, from the time I got up to before I went to bed to do 72 pull-ups. So I did 72 pull-ups on that day. I just did them in like sets of five or six. You know, I do five or six and then I'd come back in about 10, 15 minutes and do five or six more. So, you know, what the heck, it was something to do. And, uh, you know, I made it and I didn't feel too bad the next day at all. So I, I felt pretty good about it, but it was just, you know, something I decided to do. That's awesome. And that's what I love too, about you guys continuing for so long is I feel both of you continue to find ways to keep yourselves engaged as well as, you know, it's, it's one thing for the coach to make sure they're delivering workouts, some variety, some progression, stuff like that. But you guys are active participants in that. I, I never felt even in person, right. That it was never just you guys saying, all right, Chris, you know, what's the workout and, and, and kind of pull me through it. You guys were active. We want to know why are we doing this? You know, what, what's the technique here? How can I get better? So even, you know, Ernie, as you're celebrating your, your 72nd birthday, you guys are still actively trying to learn and be active. And I, I love it that you're setting goals for yourself like that. And I'm glad to hear, Ernie, that it, you weren't even that sore after 72 pull-ups the next day. That's a credit to the program Sarah's wow. given you. Yeah. One other, one other thing, I, I don't know if you remember, but the, the first time we met, you know, after we did that, uh, the uh, uh, assessment, you were asking us kind of what our goals were, you know, and, and so I, I told you my goal was to set a world record in the 50 meter free for the hundred plus age group. So, you know, that, that, that's still my goal. The first thing I got to do is I got to get there. So once I get there, then I can, uh, then I got a shot, but if I don't get there, then I got no shot. So, uh, you know, I can't, I still keep that in the back of my mind. I don't know if you remember that or not, but, uh, uh you know, it, now that you bring that there. up, Ernie, I, I do. And I remember thinking, I'm going to like this guy. <laughs> I, I like that he has goals <laughs> long out there. And at that point, you know, many years ago, the fact that you had that goal and you are still putting it out there. I mean, that's what makes life fun, right? To have goals like that, that you can look forward to. And in your pursuit of them, it's helping you have a better quality of life and better enjoyment of life as well. Yes. And the other thing is I don't feel like, you know, everything's riding on, you know, the next swim meet or, you know, what I do, you know, when I'm 75, it's, you know, it's really what I'm doing between now, you know, over the next 30 years. So, uh, you know, I think it helps put things in perspective and, uh, uh, you know, it keeps, keeps me motivated. That's awesome. Bernie, what about you? Can you talk about your motivation, not only in trial but just the sport of swimming as well? We see a lot of times, especially for younger kids, you know, burnout rates and stuff like that. And here you guys are both swimming into your seventies, 
Carney has a goal to, you know, break the world record when he's, when he's a hundred and, and all that. Talk about your motivations a little bit. Well, my motivation was to um, make the top 10. And as I got older between, between 70 and 75 to, to get higher in the top 10. So just before 2019 and 2020, I placed uh, six in national rankings in, in my best event. So after doing that and then COVID hit, I'm kind of saying, well, I'm glad I achieved that <laughs> because it's hard with the pools shut down. There was, uh, we spent uh, nine months with no water and then limited water. And now I'm, I'm just back to four days a week. So whether I will ever aspire to be in the top 10 is a different story because I made it now, but I'm on, a, a, like we said, a maintenance maintenance uh, challenge. So I look at my practices four days a week as at least once a one of those four days a week practices, I'm really going to push myself and treat portions of that as a, as a mini meet, so to speak. Now, that's cool. Bernie, is there something in the last year or maybe even a few that you felt you've gotten better at, at dry land in particular, whether it's an exercise, a type of workout, you know, technique of anything, what do you feel like the improvement looks like now? Um, there were certain things that sort of, I, I couldn't do when I first started and had to do with, uh, balance, uh, and core strength. I've always been pretty good at pull-ups, but uh, push-ups were not my best. And so some of the things we've done um, has helped me um, uh, in terms of just core strength and balance. Uh, and I think overall, when I, now that I swim, I think I got, the other thing that has happened, I, I used to maybe every now and again get some back aches. And since I've been doing dry land, I got a strong back, so I don't have any issues with shoulders and backs. Things you know, some of the, some of my contemporaries have, and I think the reason for that is because of the dry land. Yeah, that's a great point. You're talking about like your friends that around similar ages, maybe not doing the activities you are, and and as you guys go through life, seeing the difference of their lifestyles versus yours in terms of activity, strength training, swimming, and all that. No, that's a really great example there for that. Ernie, what about you? What do you feel you're continuing to improve on? Uh, definitely the, the flexibility. I'll, I'll reiterate some of the things that, that Bernie had said. Uh, and, and just to, to kind of tag along on uh, what he was saying, when COVID hit, uh, I, I talked to Gina, my wife, and I, you know, I, I said, hey, why don't you come in and into the, our workout room and you know, I'll work you through these exercises since I'm here. And, and uh, uh, you know, to my surprise, she did it. And, uh, you know, so she's been coming in and doing the, the workouts. You know, I do, I do it, and then she comes in, and I go through it with her. And, and the real thing that, that, that I've noticed, and she's stuck with it for, you know, ever since COVID hit, but she used to have backaches all the time in, in her neck. And, uh, you know, we started doing these exercises, you know, she hadn't had any back aches, no neck aches. She doesn't, she's not having to grab that heat pad and put it on her back. She's not putting those pa uh, pain pads on her back. 
you know, and I think that, you know, it's just, uh, I think that's just huge when, when, you know, you start doing those exercises and especially, you know, the back exercises and the things for the flexibility, uh, it, it really changes your whole, whole body. And, and, uh, uh, you know, I think that's been huge. And Ernie, it sounds like you weren't doing a lot of exercise with her, right? It sounds like you were more kind of giving her a little bit of, of a taste of the workouts. Is that right? Yeah, we were doing the exercises. I might do three, three sets. She might do two or three, you know, I'd have some of the exercises I'd modify, uh, you know, but she was doing pretty much all the exercises. Uh, some of them would be, mod- you know, we'd modify them a little bit. But uh, when we started out a year ago, uh, you know, she couldn't do a push-up. I mean, she's doing push-ups on her knees. And now uh, she's doing regular push-ups. So, I mean, you know, I was, I'm re- I'm, I was really impressed when, you know, she can get eight push-ups now. And, uh, you know, she couldn't get one a year ago. So, you know, yeah, she'd make it, you know. She's making a lot of progress on on the strength and the flexibility, and uh, uh, you know some of the things she still has problems with. But then there's some things that I got problems with too. So, Artie, that's awesome about the progression with the push-ups there for your wife. We're gonna have to send you an honorary uh, Serge Rowland certification. <laughs> You're an honorary <laughs> coach there. <laughs> You've been doing this long enough. That's great. Your coach, your coach, your wife now. So Sarah, what's your perspective in terms of coaching these guys, the the improvement that you've seen as a coach, whether that be since you started with them or maybe in the last few months as well? Yeah. So uh, like I was saying, setting goals is, is the priority because, you know, they're training for a lifestyle, not just for their next swim meet, Um, you know, with, as you get older, the priority is not, you know, what's my swim time. It's, it's more, you know, like, can I get off the ground without my hands or (laughs) that's what we've been working on, or can I still do the things I used to do? Or can I get on the floor and play with my grandkids, that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, just watching them, watching them conquer those small little goals is just so inspiring to me. And to just think about all the other, you know, 70 something people in my life. And I'm just like, I'm like talking to my grandparents, like, I, there's these guys, Ernie and Bernie, and they are, their wives are doing eight pushups. Like I, I know people my age that can't even do eight pushups. That's crazy. So, um, just the little things is really like, I think what keeps everybody going and it really is the little things that add up into the big things. And like I said, I mean, I don't get to see these guys in person, so I don't get to see exactly, you know, the physical transformation, but just their little stories, like, you know, I'll get a text or a a video of, Hey, watch, I can stand up off the ground without using my hands now. And I'm like, this is so impressive and motivating. And to just share that with other people in my life, it's just, it's, it's crazy watching the transformation. That's awesome. Ernie, Bernie, whichever of you wants to answer this question first, I'm curious, there has to be at least one day where you were kind of like, man, I, I'm not super fired up about doing the workout today, or, or maybe I'm going to skip the workout. Is there ever a moment like that? And if so, what do you do in that moment? Do you, do you talk to yourself you know, in your head through it? Do you just kind of put your head down, push through? What are those moments like in, when you experience them? 
Okay. Um, it's for me, it's more of kind of where I work out. For example, this summer and spring, I worked on a back porch and it was a lot easier to be motivated all the time. Um, Nana has gotten cool. I've had to come into the house. And so I, I find that if, if I don't do it in the morning, it's really difficult to do it in the afternoon. So I have to kind of pre-program myself, assuming my wife doesn't have something for me to do. It says, Bernie, you got to do about 10 o'clock. Get on with it. And it's once I find once I start, I'm OK. So it's, it's a matter of just making that doing the warm-ups and get going when I have those moments. Um, then, then, you know, once that doesn't happen that often, but it, again, it's more of um, of uh, just doing it, and so to speak, and just getting committed. So I, so my situation now is now that I'm inside, it, I got to get over that hurdle and then I'll be good. That's awesome. Ernie, what about you? Well, yeah, there there are days that uh, I don't feel quite as motivated as others. Uh, I think we all all have have those kind of days, but I really try to go in and at least get started. Uh, Once I get started, I usually can just, you know, uh, force my way through the workout. Every once in a while, I might do, I might skip the third set. but uh, just try try to work work my way through it. Uh, even if I don't get it all done, if I can get most of it done, or you know maybe I don't get quite all the reps done, but uh, uh, at least get in there, get it uh, done as much much of it done as I can. And uh, usually when I do that, I feel better at the end than I did at the beginning. So. Um, no, Ernie, that's great. And if I remember right, you, you've been in finance a lot in your life. I, I look at training very similarly to investing, right? You're probably not going to win it on one day. And even if you miss one day, right, of investing or, or monthly or whatever, it's more about compounding it. Right. And it's a, uh, it, it's kind of like a lifestyle. I mean, I've been, I've been swimming and working out and doing stuff, you know, since high school. So it's, I've never, never stopped, really stopped. And I mean, if I don't work out, if I don't do something every day, you know, I get, I get really antsy, miserable, uh, not as, you know, not as pleasant to be around. So being active is important. Even when I'm on vacation, I want to do something active. If I'm going on a hike or a walk or, you know, getting in a canoe or, or doing something. I just don't like to go through the day without having done some kind of an activity. So uh, I try to make sure I do something every day. That's awesome. Was there something that was very challenging at first, whether you could do it or not, but then you got over the hump and you're like, wow, I actually am able to do this or, or, or you know, I improved it this much. Does anything come to mind in your dryland journey? Well, you know, for one, pull-ups is, is a thing that when we when we started out trying to do pull-ups, that was, I mean, we started out with you when we were over at the, the, the uh, 
Mac in uh, doing pull-ups. And then we did, we stuck a 25, I think we stuck a 25 pound weight on us to do them. And we finally got pull-ups done in. And then after that, we didn't really didn't do pull-ups until probably last year uh, again. And when I started back, it was like, you know, it was a struggle to get one or two. So uh, now we're back up to being able to do eight to 10. So, you know, that was something that if you, if you don't do them, you lose it. <laughs> and uh, uh, so that's something we've been working on all, all the time. And then the other thing is the, uh, Sarah mentioned earlier, uh, getting up off the floor without using your hands. Uh, I remember five, six years ago, I didn't have any problem with that. You know, that was easy. Well, we started doing that a couple months ago and I couldn't do it. <laughs> so we've worked on that and, and now we're getting better at it. And I can actually, I can actually get off the floor now without using my hand. So, uh, I've still got a little ways to go. It's not very pretty, but, uh, we're working on it. And, uh, you know, that, that comes under what I call the, the lifestyle, uh, so the lifestyle exercises, the lifestyle training, so uh, which is important. That's awesome. Bernie, what about you? What comes to mind in terms of something you didn't think you would be able to do or, you know, a breakthrough, whether it's an exercise, anything? Uh, in the past, well, for the past two years, the, the thing that I got really better at was when we did the uh, pull-up challenge, not the push-up challenge. Uh, when, when I first started that, man, that was, I was going nowhere, but then I, I finally was able to get over the hurdle and, and, and increase my reps and things like that. Um, and I think, um, I, I, when I was at one point before I hurt my shoulder, I was doing pull-ups every day and I was, I was really knocking those out in the spring. I shoveled too much mulch and pulled my shoulders. So I'm now working my way back up in the pull-ups. But the other thing that I've found uh, that I'm doing now is increase my, what I call my hip, hip flexibility. All of the exercises that we're doing, um, I'm very uh, stiff in that area. And so just, in it, you know, I like to, you know, I, if I keep at it, I'll see some progress in getting some more flexibility in the hips and those areas. And also straight up back, because as I've gotten older, I got to guard against having the round shoulders. So uh, I'm, I think I've gotten better with the posture. Posture has been uh, something I'm really paid attention as I've gotten older. Yeah, you, you're speaking about hip flexibility. It reminds me of the first couple of times I introduced you guys to the hip circuits. And you guys <laughs> probably thought, oh, that looks easy. And then you get into it and you're like, my hip's on fire. I can't. <laughs> That's awesome. Sir, you mentioned about goals earlier with these guys. What's the future look like, whether it's, you know, three months or, or six months? What are you thinking about as a coach with their program going forward? Well, I think my goals align pretty much with their goals. I mean, I want to see them training with me when they're 100. You know, I want to be saying, you know, I'm the first coach at Surge Strength to train a 100-year-old swimmer. So, <laughs> you know, whatever that, whatever that looks like in their each individual lives, I mean, that's why, that's what I love so much about Surge Strength is that it's not just an app or a program and it's not, you know, it's not a quick fix. It's an investment where, you know, I'm in this with you guys 
for as long as you need me. So um, that's why I love how it evolves every, every single month when we do that call, you know, I, I ask you guys, Hey, what's going on in your life? Um, because it's not just about, you know, giving you a program or, you know, a cookie cutter thing. It's, it's about getting to know you guys and what you guys want to accomplish. For example, with Ernie getting up off the floor, that's not something I program with every single person. That would be silly, but um, that's something we talked about was just Ernie's, Ernie's got a very large set of stairs going up into his house and he's, he wants to be able to live upstairs. That's one of his goals. And, um, you know, we got to talking about how people, they fall down, they can't get up, all this stuff. Like, Ernie, if you would be living on the second floor of your, your nice beach house, like we got to be doing, we got to be able to get up and down the stairs. If you fall, you got to be able to pick yourself up off the ground without needing life alert, you know? So, um, we, <laughs> we, uh, we just take it, we take it month by month, but I think there's foundational goals along the way, like balance, coordination, strength, power, all of those things. None of those go away, no matter how old you are, but it's going to look a little bit different to everybody based on their lifestyle. I love that. There, that's training specificity, right? You have a two-story house. We're going to make sure you're not going to fall down the stairs with that. Ernie, as we close up here, what would you say to your contemporaries or maybe other master swimmers that maybe you're into meets whenever those happen, however it looks going forward about the benefit of doing a dry land program, whether or not it's with surge strength, what, what would you tell others that aren't placing the priority like you guys have? Well, I think first of all, the diversity makes your, your, your training better. It, it makes, swimming better. I look forward to swimming because I know that, you know, Hey, tomorrow I've got the day off from swimming and I'm going to do something else. I've got in it. It helps my swimming. So I, I do the weight training. It helps my swimming. So I don't get stale in either the, the, the gym or the pool. So it helps with that. The other thing it helps is, and I would tell anybody who's, you know, as you're getting older, yeah, you can't do all the things that you used to be able to do 20 years ago. And the, uh, uh, the, the training that we do with Sarah uh, really helps us maintain our lifestyle and things that we can do. And, you know, we laugh about, you know, being able to push ups or pull ups or get off the ground without using our hands. Well, I know lots of people, they can't get off the ground. I know people, I got people, I have neighbors that can't climb my stairs to come into our house. Um, you know, so, you know, these are things that everybody needs to be able to do. And I, I, I would encourage anybody, whether you're an athlete or you're training to compete, uh, you know, if you just want to have a, uh, a good, vi uh, vivacious lifestyle, you need to be doing you know, these kind of things and uh, having, you know, some kind of activity and, and you have to practice those kind of things. So, um, you know, one of the things that uh, uh, videos that Sarah sent us was, uh, you know, older people lose the ability to move laterally because we naturally don't move laterally. You know, we move frontwards and backwards, but not laterally. So, and that, causes a weakness in your, in your hips. And you look at, you know, 
all these people out there getting hip replacements. You know, I don't know if that would help, but, you know, if I'm working and, and training and keeping those muscles active, maybe I won't have to have a hip replacement or a knee replacement. And that's what, what I'm looking for long-term. And that's what I would encourage other people. If you're considering uh, a, a training program, make sure you have a, a trainer that's going to take those things into account. You're not just trying to, uh, you know, build up good looking uh, biceps or something. You're, you're training for life. So uh, that's, that's where I would go with it. That's awesome. Bernie, what about you? And I'll also give the caveat of maybe you answer if someone's listening and maybe they're, you know, getting up in age there and they think of your guys' reaction to the first assessment, like, oh, I don't know if I could even handle something right there. there you, you've made them scared and intimidated now. What would you say about, you know, that, how you overcome that, how you work through that? And then just in general, what the importance is of dry land training to you? I, th- I look. My message would be essentially to people, maybe 72, 75 and over, who are, are inactive. I see a lot of my friends at church and other places that have, they, they don't have difficulty walking, but you can tell they have to be very careful. Um, and so my message to them is it, once you get over 70, you're going to lose what you are taking for granted. And so it's not, it's not a matter of building up muscles. It's a matter of protecting what you got. And it's a small investment of, um, of knowing what to do and doing it two to three times a week would pay big dividends. So I encourage my friends, for example, just tell them, stand on one leg for 10 seconds, work your way up to 30 seconds. That's so important as a starting point. So that would be a reward for them as compared, you know, you don't have to do push-ups, you don't have to do pull-ups, things like that, just to get them started and, and, and keep it as simple for them. And so for me, that's the that's the thing is um, the direction message for people over 75. That's awesome. Guys, this has been great. It's great to see you. It's been a while. I don't remember the last time I saw you. I think Ernie was when the last time we both ran into each other at a basketball game, I think, at that point. But uh, Sarah, any closing thoughts, too, from the coach's perspective before we sign off? Yeah. So just as a coach, I mean, working with master swimmers and older swimmers, I think that is, like, one of the greatest gifts of of my job. I mean, everyone wants to work with the, you know, the high school stud or the the college swimmer. But to me, like working with these older guys, it's the, it's the biggest joy because I get to see them go do life. I mean, it's one thing to be good at swimming and good at dry land, but it's another thing to be able to watch them, you know, just last week they were visiting each other. They were fishing. They were out, you know, climbing up the stairs. They were (laughs) running around. They're going on a cruise in a few months. And I'm like, man, like, look at this quality of life. I mean, that is incredible that I get to play a role in that. And I just think that, you know, just, just investing in your long-term fitness, um, is, is the biggest takeaway. And even the other day I was telling Ernie, when he was talking to me about, you know, he wants to swim into his hundreds and I'm like, if, if only we had that mindset at age 20 mm-hmm. or 15 or even 30, 40, 50, all the way up, if we could take that mindset and just think, you know, 
what's in it for the long haul? Um, what's really important? How should I really be spending my time? How should I really be spending my energy? And what what's worth worrying about and what's worth letting go? Like they said, it's not about building biceps. It's about being able to live your life. Um, and I just think that that is so much wisdom from these guys. So it's, a, it's an honor and a privilege to be your guys' coach. That's awesome. Sarah, thanks for ending it. Bernie, Ernie, thanks so much again for coming on the podcast. We'll have you guys back on at some point, probably before Ernie, <laughs> you, you get your goal, but, <laughs> but keep working towards it, man. That's awesome. It's great to see you guys again. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Ernie, Bernie, and Sarah. I'm excited to have them on later as we continue to see just how they progress, how they chase those goals. It's honestly just a huge inspiration for me. I want to be that cool when I'm that age and still enjoying life, feeling good, being able to use my body as well as I can. So thanks again, Ernie and Bernie. And if you're interested in seeing what a customized dryland program looks like for you, make sure you head on over to our website, surgestrength.com, scroll down to the program section. There's a quick form that you can fill out telling us a little bit more about what you're currently doing, what you're looking for, and then you can set up a call and we can talk more about the options that we have for that. And remember too, in the Surge Strength Academy, which we have new members joining every day, it's awesome to see we have free Dryland 101 courses specifically for swimmers, coaches, and parents. And you can also find more information on that at surgestrength.com. Just head on over to the academy. You'll be able to access any of the Dryland 101 courses for free, depending on which suits you best, swimmer, coach, or parent. Thanks everyone again, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Surge Strength Podcast. Have you joined the Surge Strength Academy yet? It's the best decision you can make for better results from your dry land training. It's free to join the Surge Strength Academy, and you'll be able to enroll in any dry land 101 course, all for free. Now's the time to eliminate your frustration with dry land and get better results. Visit surgestrength.com to learn more and enroll today. That's surgestrength.com to join the Surge Strength Academy.